Oh, hi, everyone. It's Blair Kaplan-Venables here, tuning in from uh, Pemberton, British Columbia, Canada. Bosco Anthony from Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Good morning, everybody. And good evening, everybody. <laughs> yeah, how's it going? Look at our patterns. I got the leopard cheetah print. You got the flowers. I had to. I had to go with the flow. You know, I fig I figured we'd we'd uh, we'd have some sort of connection. It looks like it's going to be our gear. So, <laughs> so we're trying something new. This is going to be the first of the B squared social jam sesh. Uh, right. The Bosco Blair Blair Bosco. Um, yeah, we'll go, Bla we'll, we'll go Blair Bosco. That oh, yeah, good. okay. So Blair Bosco Jam Sesh. We're just going to talk about social media, the current landscape, predictions, uh, this, that, and whatever else you want to talk about. We're not going to keep you longer than 15 minutes because, let's be honest, you can't pay attention longer than that. Um, <laughs> a little bit about me. I have a PR company. We're turning 12 this year. Focus on social media marketing, public relations. I'm a storyteller, creator, and communicator. I love just telling your story. And uh, if you've ever listened to me, I'm a supposed to supposedly a digital storyteller, but I like to jam on uh, everything social, digital. Uh, I speak for a living as well and have a digital and mentoring practice as well. So looking forward to getting in a little bit today and chit-chatting about uh, everything Tigerland and everything, uh, everything, uh, what are we handling uh, you know, our business and social platforms during this crisis or chaos, as they like to call it. So yeah. Oh my God. It. Tiger King. Okay. Oh my gosh. I have this, well, I'm not obsessed, but I just can't get enough of the content. And whenever I see an article, I have to read it. And, um, I found a Tiger King Instagram story filter, um, yesterday and it's awesome. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I'm going to make a confession here. I've been telling everybody, cause I heard about it a few days ago that, Hey, you know, watch Tiger King. Everybody's talking about it. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. So Ooh. the true confession. And the reason why I haven't watched it yet is I've seen the trailers. I've seen the, you know, the clips and everything else. I'm already hooked on two other shows. Um, so first thing that nobody knows about me is, is I'm a big football fan. Love. And when I talk about football, I'm not talking about just American football, but soccer. I used to play soccer. So there's a show called um, Sunderland Till I Die on Netflix. And the second season just got renewed. And it's basically about this football club that has gone through various uh, relegations into like lower leagues and how the business side of football works and how everybody, um, you know, is struggling during this particular, you know, demotion. Um, and it's, a, it's all about sports psychology and business, which, you know, I'm a nerd, so I like to watch that stuff. But I've also been watching Narcos, Narcos Mexico and Narcos. Okay, I so I'm on all. season... Yeah, so I've, I've just finished the season two where Pablo Escobar had his episode, and and so I'm still I'm playing catch up because I haven't had all this free time until now. So I've been like I've got a list of shows, and so I'm like as much as I want to watch Tigerland, I've got all these other shows that I'm trying to catch up with. So I haven't you know watched what? Tigerland. You have time. So like Tiger yeah. King, I just really like shows that um, don't use my brain. Yeah. And um, but I'm really into I'm I'm catching up on Wentworth. I also okay. really like jail shows, jail reality shows, shows around jail. I don't know. Prison Break? Oh, I haven't watched that, but I, okay. I, I, I like the reality shows like 60 Days In where they put right. um, real people in prison to like go yeah. undercover. Anyways, <laughs> that's yeah. just a little uh, sidebar about me, but this is about <laughs> me. It's about social media. Um, yeah, that's right. That's right. Tiger King has influenced a lot of what's going on in social media, and I've seen a lot yeah. of really hilarious memes and whatnot. And, you know, during this time when the world is facing such uncertainty, I think if there's hilarious memes out there, bring them like, let's get yeah. them out there. Let's circulate them because 
there's a lot of really dark news out there, but there's lots of really funny things also happening. That's true. And the thing about TV shows is, you know, you get all these memes, right? And so I'm the kind of guy that's like sending memes from narcos and everyone's like, this is cool, but this is like so three years ago. So that's, I'm that guy right now. So um, I think you, I think when I start sending you memes from Tigerland, it'll be maybe about six months from now and you'd be like, why is he watching it right now? Yeah. Or in three years from now, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think what's really happening though is like, you know, you're a speaker, but you're probably grounded for a while and most, as yeah. most of us are. So we're taking yeah. our expertise to the online space. And I think, you know, this is a pretty good introduction show and we've already just kind of like chatted about for about 10 minutes. But I think what's really cool is that um, we have this opportunity to be home, stay home, stay safe at home, and then share our expertise in a virtual way. So what do yeah. you think like what do you think is like the biggest shift right now in social like what do you what do you like what's the lay of the land for you like what do you think is coming up yeah yeah i mean you know blair yeah, i mean yeah the whole speaker landscapes it's switched first of all like overnight you know I, I i went from multiple speaking events to okay we've either uh rescheduled canceled uh gone virtual you know moved to a digital platform so that i think i think you know, the best way to compare where we are right now is comparing it to, you know, a car crash. And and so if you ever if you've ever pictured driving up to Whistler or Pemberton on a Saturday, you know, and there's a car crash, there's three types of mindsets. There's people that are gonna go help and you know, those are the, the, the frontline workers and, and kudos to those people because they're doing an amazing job right now to to handle this. And and I think they're you know, they're the Supermans right now. So so they're those people. And then there's the people that, you know, will look at it cautiously and and make their way forward and then there's other people that will just stop and and just you know we call them the looky loose and i think the best way to to describe what we're going through is this car crash scenario because you know there's some of us that you know are are coming from this from a place of love others are coming from it a place of fear and others are just in denial you know so so you know that that's really what i'm seeing and so you know the we're going through an adoption stage, but I think we've now hit the reality stage too, where it's like, it's no longer a novelty for people like you and I, you know, we've worked at offices, we've done on sites and off sites, but we've also done the whole working from home. So, you know, as much as some people are, are going through this, there's a huge social media uh, Instagram handle called the social distancing project. And it's all about these nightmares of people working from home and some funny stories on Instagram about it. There's over like 20,000 followers. And so I'm secretly smiling going, okay, well, we're kind of, you know, we've been doing this. We were doing social distancing, working from home before it became a fashion trend, you know? So, so I get it. Like, you know, I miss certain things. I miss the, 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 physical interaction of communication but we've also we're also adopters you know and we're also going to have like this moment of you know panic and moments of anxiety but that's okay you know that that's normal there's everyone's going through the new normal and you know this isn't a short thing i don't think this is going to be a two month or, or three month stint i think you know we're looking at six to nine months of us trying to figure it out as a business but the cool thing that I think is going to happen, and this is maybe because I'm a little bit optimistic, is the fact that when we get out of this, the workforce myth of the nine to five myth is going to change. Because let's be honest, not everyone's being productive for eight hours a day. Most people are productive for four or five hours. And when most people are in the office, the rest of the time they're in meetings and emails and trying to like do things that are important, but they're just not really productive. So, you know, if, if, 
people come out of this and we have a better workforce, a remote workforce, a digital savvy workforce, this can only up our game in the work environment. And maybe we should be paying people more to work less because then there's a better balance. You know? yeah, and, and I think this is a work from home revolution. I think what's going to happen is organizations are going to see in the cost savings, saving with overhead and yeah. like, you know, the pencil pushers because there's no pencil pushing when you work from home and yeah. i think it's a huge revolution like we're, we're entering the jetsons era yeah we and, are and now going to be jetsons we are the future yeah and and let's talk about mental wellness i mean let's throw that in there you know is an eight hour workday productive to our mental wellness? Should it be four hours or five hours and the rest of the time we should make for everything else because yes. you know I think that in the next five to 10 years, companies, brands, we're all going to have to start having this conversation that not many people want to have when we talk about wellness, you know, and that's a big topic for a lot of us. Um, and I think that, you know, it's okay for us to be productive for five hours and it's okay for us to have a life and have a balance. And I think this moment in time, we're starting to see the human side come out even more. We're being more compassionate. We've got to trust our audience. We've got to trust our people. Um, and we've got to be understanding. You know, I was doing a podcast and I had a magpie and a crow going off in the balcony. And I was like, I'm so sorry for the noise. And the host is like, that's okay. That's part of part of where we are now. You know? We're just people. I love yeah. when I'm on a, like I've been on a, I have a clients all over and I'm part of this yeah. project and we were zooming in with um, people all over North America. And one of these, one of the women is, you know, has her child at home and she, sometimes her kid comes and starts to play with her hair. And I think yeah. I, what happens is that it's the equalizer. We're mm -hmm. actually all just humans in it together. And to your point, what I think is really important is that this is our time for really, for us to know, like, when are we most productive? I know <laughs> I'm really productive in the morning. So my schedule is I wake up, I go for a walk because I'm still able to go for a walk. And if mm -hmm. not, I work out in the living room. And then I know I'm most productive in the morning. So I bang out a bunch of work for four hours. I have lunch. Yep. I do a bit more work and I schedule in about a 2 p.m. break for a couple hours. And then I come back and finish up my work day because yeah. I know that my least productive hours are right after lunch or not right after, but after lunch. Yeah. So why not go play outside? Why not take a break, a movement break? And, yeah. you know, for me, it's not like about the hours, it's results, right? Like yeah. what yeah. am I going to get done? And I think a lot of organizations are going to shift that way. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, and I've got a question for you, uh, but to, to go on to, you know, how you've crafted your day, I, I've, you know, I'm a big believer of having outcome-based activities. So, you know, I, I've been consuming data in the morning that's productive to the business and, and productive to the, to what we do. Like what are some of the trends? What are some of the tools and stuff? And I tend to watch the news in the evening. And the only reason why is, is I feel like if I start my day with the news, I get sucked into this vortex. So again, you know, talking about how you said, pick your most productive moments. Uh, my question for you is, have you, how, has, how has isolation changed or crafted how you operate as a, as a business professional? You know, in a sense, like for me, it's really up my game when it comes to content and meaningful content. And you know, I've got 45 different podcasts slated for this year because of where we are now. But how is that, how is this moment in time shaped you as a business uh, provider? Well, my costs have gone down. I haven't put gas yeah. in my car in three weeks because I live in Pemberton and I mostly drive yeah. to Whistler and it's amazing. Right. And I think what it's doing is it's showing a lot of my clients, hey, we can actually just hop on a Zoom call or a FaceTime call and we don't actually need to meet for an hour coffee. Because no. No. Yeah, and right. so 
I think it's really great. And like, I think there is still merit to in-person meetings. So I think when yeah. we're out of this, I'm going to have one day a week that's dedicated to meetings and that's my day for people yeah. to me, unless it's like a really special situation. But mm -hmm. um, my husband was sick in October. So we've been living kind of this isolation lifestyle because he had a right. heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. So my yeah. life is usually very go, 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 go. So yeah. if I was living like that and had to now all of a sudden be in isolation, it'd be a big shock to my system. During yeah, this yeah. time, I actually, we start, I had a bunch of speaking engagements. We had a big trip planned because he's well. And so we were going to celebrate him recovering. And we had all this really awesome stuff planned that we had to cancel or postpone, which is disappointing, yeah. but it wasn't right. such a shock to my system as it was in the fall when I right. had to make that shift. But to be honest, my productivity is up. My happiness levels have skyrocketed. I don't feel rushed in the morning. Like the past two weeks, I've been starting my day off after movement. I have a bath. I mean, we also yeah. have a hot tub, but I've, my husband's <laughs> been having baths in the morning since I've met him. And I used to be like, what is going on? But I get it. And I think it's going to be something that I practice more. And like, I don't start my day in such a rush. And I just, I just want you to remember when you're in a bath, you're almost like in a human soup. Cause I, I, I kind of like the bath scenario. Like I've done it a couple of times. I'm like, this is kind of relaxing and too bougie for me. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like I'm in a human soup right now. Uh, we call the hot tub, like the hot tubs more like the, cause we have a hot the, tub, but that's more yeah. like the soup. I yeah. think my bath time is a very beautiful cleansing ritual to start my day. <laughs> so if you want to go in your man's soup in the morning, that's cool. But my soup. <laughs> but anyways, I think isolation is also, I just, it's increased my productivity. Yeah. Um, it's also just enhanced my happiness. And also I'm, I'm healthy. Like, yes, I binge eat when I'm stressed out and I haven't been that stressed out, but like I went through my whole emergency supply of milk duds. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm trying my best to eat healthy, but now I'm not like, buying so much fast food or out and about. And so yeah. I have time to make my meals and like for lunch, yeah. I've been having scrambled eggs because I love yeah. eggs. And like, it's yeah. not pizza or, you know, yeah. spending. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Meal planning has been great for me. I've been cooking on the weekends and, you know, I, I'm a kind of guy that likes to have like my lunches just ready to microwave during the week if I'm working and stuff. So, um, to, to avoid the binge eating, I've sort of been having like healthier snacks in between. And so I'm having a lot of micro snacks, but they're all like carrots and nuts and Mediterranean diet food. So it's been good. Um, so when but, you're, what you're, what, maybe what you are suggesting subliminally is for those of us who go on our once a week shopping trips, instead of buying chips and chocolate stock up on really delicious, healthy food to snack oh, on that will satiate you. 100, 100. I mean, look at it this way, you know, working from home is when you're in the zone, you're productive, you're creative, and you, your brain gets tired. You got to feed, feed your creativity, right? I, I, you know, when people say to me, I'm binge eating, if you're binge eating healthy stuff, go for it. You know, yeah. like I was watching the, the diet for Cristiano Ronaldo, who's one of these famous soccer players, and he has like seven or eight micro meals a day, and they're all healthy. So it's like, hey, you want to have a boiled egg? Go nuts. You want to have a bag of chips? Maybe not, you know? So yeah. I, uh, I, I think, you know, I think, I think going healthy and having healthy alternatives is definitely a good key. For me, the big thing that I've noticed is, um, and since this is a social show, this sort of relates as well, um, the social media connection has been amazing and, and you know i've had so many 15 to 30 minute conversations like real meaningful conversations and i think because i'm in a different part of the world i was already reliant on on whatsapp and i was really reliant on like connecting with my tribe and i think that sort of really helped me in this transition is is i've had access to the tribe the digital tribe 
And, and that's really helped me. And then when this hit and this whole virus hit and everything else, you know, it's been great because at the end of the day right now, it's not even about like, Hey, how do we thrive from a business perspective? It's like, Hey, how are you doing? You know, just calling in to check in, thinking about you, you know, and that's important right now more than ever before. I was just talking to a girlfriend about this because um, it's Passover. So if you're watching this and you celebrate yeah. happy Passover, yeah. um, I haven't celebrated Passover in like a decade and it's one of my most favorite holidays, but it's just a bit harder to celebrate here for many reasons. But um, I got invited to my family's Zoom Seder last night and I actually got to participate. I got a bootleg yeah. scan version of the Haggadah, which is like the like book. Yeah. And Passover yeah. is kind of like interactive dinner theater. You know, they're singing and lots of drinking wine yeah. and eating fun food. And I got to zoom in and there's people all around, maybe the world, but for sure Canada. And yeah. I got to celebrate with my mom and my sister and my mom's in Winnipeg. My sister's in Toronto. Um, yeah. And it's just, it was really, really cool. But also my high school friends, when high school was a bit long ago, um, yeah. we're having a house party. Like yeah. house party is this app where you basically, it's like, it's like FaceTime, but like a little bit like more fun. And we're yeah. having a we're having a house party on Saturday. So yeah. I mean, I haven't had a digital like group chat with my friends from high school <laughs> ever. So yeah. I think it's super cool, and it's bringing people together. And I think that's one of the silver linings about all this. And I think there's yeah. a silver lining in everything. And it's okay to feel sad and upset and stressed out about the uncertainty, but try and find the little things that are awesome, like how you're reconnecting with people or having really long conversations on social media, or you're reconnecting with friends from high school. Yeah. And I think maybe our next chat, what we can do is focus on different ways to stay connected. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, it's definitely this whole experience we're going through is creating digital nostalgia for sure. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're, I got friends that are like, Hey, let's do a Netflix watch party. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, you know, you can watch stuff together. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Oof, I don't know um, if but, anyone needs to watch Netflix. That's kind of like my, I know I'm not single, but single girl behavior. Like yeah. I need to go do this by myself. With yeah. My mask. yeah I, I go through my, my stages. I'm like doing multiple things, but yeah. uh, you know, uh, I've actually, speaking of Passover, I've actually been in Israel. I've been in Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth during Easter. I was 14, 15 years old. My mom took me on this. My mom's Catholic, so she took me on this pilgrimage. And I ended up um, experiencing Passover in in, uh, in Israel. And it was very cool. The food's amazing. People are just lovely. You got to, you know, hear mass and everything else. But I, you just, you know, uh, brought up a childhood memory. Israel, Easter time cool spot for sure. Yeah, I bet. That'd be awesome. So we're cutting it close to time. So uh, we did the first one, you know, we're going to post this on yeah. social media. It's not live like we want it to be, but you know, if you're into this, why don't you like drop a comment below? Let us know what you want us to talk about next time or if we should have a next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll make it, we'll make it more techie as well. I've got, I mean, I'm playing around with seven different online software tools, especially for like collaborative sessions and video conferences and stuff. So if, if we want to go down the tech route, definitely something yeah, we can have. We'll figure it out. I think weeks. it's super cool. We both have such yeah. a different, like we both have similar, um, similar goals in life and we have all this knowledge. So why not share it with our community, entertain, edutain, wear fun matching outfits. Yeah. On different sides of the world. So we'll, we'll have some new Netflix shows to talk about for sure too. By the time yeah, we also, get if the you're watching time. this, maybe like tell us what Netflix shows we should watch. Um, yeah, that's a good takeaway. Actually, that would be a great comment. You know, hit up whatever some of your favorite survival shows during the apocalypse. Just to make me happy, I would love to see some Tiger King memes, please. Tiger, they make okay. me very happy. So I guess thanks for tuning in and watching our B squared social jam sesh. Until next time. Until next time.